1: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: KNC Masterpiece right here on 1053 The Fan. And for a while, there was some good, but unfortunately, I think the bad event t- eventually took over. If we can fire off cut number one so we can talk about those Mavs and Lakers from last night. We've entered the final five minutes of the game. Reeds on its way. Down and go! Timeout, Dallas. Timeout. Empty the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> who, called, who just called for that? Very That's a La- fair. A Lakers broadcast, obviously. Is the Mavericks were getting worked on the fast break all game long, but particularly in the second half, things fell apart. Look, I love Derek Lively. I thought he was outstanding in the first half and less outstanding in the second half. What say you guys about the game? Well, that's going to
0: happen with a 19-year-old. That's why
3: we're
0: really hoping in the offseason, which it didn't happen, but we didn't honestly know how good Derek Lively would be. But still at the same time, you have to have another center on the team. And Maxi Kleba and Dwight Powell, we've known for a decade, they're not the answers. Right. So I'm sure the Mavericks know too. I think in that game – they were inconsistent in the first half, but only down by two. So, it felt weird you're only down by two watching the game. You're like, wow, we're only down by two. And then the third quarter happened, and they Jackie Robinson that quarter, which means they put up 42.
3: Did <laughs> you was say number. Jackie Robinson? Yeah.
1: That was, okay. by, that was why I was a little like, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 But there it's can, okay. There can be an extra T in there. Just a talking medium. I get
0: it.
3: Uh, but that was where
0: you saw when they were talking with Doc Rivers – And like, hey, do you see the Mavericks as a threat? He's like, you don't want to take on Luka and Kyrie in a playoff series. It just gets a little bit scary if, you know, how good they are offensively. But then that third quarter, you're like, they can't win a seven-game series with this defense. They just can't. Now, Dante Exum being out does hurt your defense tremendously. But at the same time, you watch the rebounding and the defense and the lack of death at halftime, because I looked at the box score, guess how many points, rebounds, and assists – the bench had. So besides the starting five, what did the bench do for the Dallas Mavericks at a 55 to 53 game? Just give me how many points you think the bench scored, how many rebounds you think the bench had, and how many assists you think the bench had at that point?
3: Eight, two, and one. Ten,
0: three, and zero. He was right on one of them. They had one assist. They had one rebound, oh, no. and they had two points. Oh no. So at halftime, you we have 53 points. I don't know how many rebounds and assists that you had, but at halftime, your bench, because of your depth, Grant Williams, I believe, had the two points. Maxi Kleba had the one rebound, and somebody else, I'm sorry, it might have been Seth Curry. I can't remember. It might have been Jaden Hardy had the one assist. It so, wasn't
1: Curry. He had zero stats last night.
0: Okay, so... I remember at halftime going, wow, like if you want to know how a team relies on their starting five, look at right now. The Mavericks at halftime have two points, one rebound and one assist. So this is not a deep team. They yeah. they do not have depth on this team. Uh, they're only missing at this point, Dante Exum, who was out from that game. So I think I look at this team and I go, I like it, but it it lacks a lot of they're going to win a playoff series. They're going to make a playoff run. They do not have the depth. They do not have the defense. They do not have the rebounding. And I don't know how you solve that uh, in this trade deadline.
3: Because you would have thought, I guess I would have thought is you would have created a little bit more depth or hopefully found a little bit more usable depth. That's what we always talk about. Usable depth. Because you can have depth. Yeah. No, you've got plenty (laughs) of people who exist, but usable depth with, all of the absences because like just going into the travel of this game. Now, I realize like most of them played, but you weren't sure about Luca, Derek Jones, Exum. I know he did not play. And then Lucas missed time. Jones, Exum, Lively, Kyrie. They've all yeah. missed time. You would have thought like hopefully you've seen some other things step up that you're like, all right. Now I know what I can use with this player.
0: And I'm with you on that. And the other thing, too, is I think this team, I don't know if they're learning this, but we've learned this if you're watching the Mavericks. They cannot play at anything under 100%. When they go, when they try to coast, and some teams can't. LeBron is a regular season coaster for a decade now. And I'm not saying that he's not great, it's just that he knows how to coast and get away with coasting. When the Mavericks go into Kevin, like yep. last night, and Corey, if you're watching last night, They're not getting back on defense at 100%. If you're not getting, because they're not a fast team, what I mean by that is Grant Williams can't run fast. Luka can't run fast. Dwight Powell can't run fast. Maxie doesn't run fast. Now, yes, Kyrie runs fast. Tim Hardaway Jr. run. They do have some guys, but if they're not all out 100%. To become an average defense, like 100% every effort, that just makes them an average defensive team. That just makes them an average rebounding team. So when they decide to try to coast a little bit, yeah, it just destroys
3: them because they don't have the talent to coast. And then yesterday you saw what feels inevitable, and this might be the case for most teams, is if the Mavericks go cold from deep. Distance. Yeah, they are screwed right. unless... Right. It would be different because, like you said, if they do those things, they're average. The only thing that would be different is if somehow you got across the board above average defensive play, uh defensive game, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, maybe that's the case, but you were getting smoked in transition yesterday and you were cold from three. That is a recipe for how did they lose this game? Like that.
1: And when you're cold from three and you can't get rebounds and they're a good rebounding team against you, sure. then that's gonna that's gonna sure. you're gonna
3: suffer with that. I do and I was actually, you know what's <laughs> this is probably not the best, Corey. I agree with you. I thought they did okay on the boards yesterday. Uh huh. And like this was still the outcome. I would have okay, hoped. Yeah. I would've hoped that we got smoked on the boards. And I'm like, that's another thing we're yeah. bad at. The, I
1: do this Mike, you always you will gripe at people for not watching the league, just watching their team. Yeah. And this is where I have to ask you. Okay. Does every team have a hard where you're like, we cannot win without this guy? And then the next night, you're like, we can't win with this guy. He's 0 for 7 tonight. Like, no. Does every team have a guy like no, that? No, so there's,
0: there's about five guys in the league that you'd say they don't have a conscience. They think they've made 17 in a row, and they need to shoot 17 more times in the next three minutes. They're they're not on every team, and I'm sorry, I'd have to go through the league and start looking. Uh, but they're just guys the guys that used to do this at Swaggy P, Jr. Smith like these because they played on the Lakers because Jr. Smith kind of followed LeBron at the end. Like, you remember those guys. There's guys that you're just like, they don't have a conscience and they will keep shooting and they will go 0 of 20 and be just fine with it. Now, in a way, that's a good trait. In a way, it's a bad trait because they can lose a game for you because they will not move the ball. They're going to shoot the ball. And so last night, Hardaway being 07 from three, he's, I call him Joey Gallo. He's, the other game, he had 41? Yeah, 42, yes, he did. I think. He was 42. Awesome. 41, 41. Like, right. And that's, he was, him and Kyrie, Kyrie first, Hardaway second, were the reasons you won that game. Yeah, exactly. A healthy New Orleans Pelicans. He's not Hardaway isn't the reason you lost. But to your point, if Hardaway goes five of seven, he usually doesn't go three of seven. You know, if you were like, yeah, man, he's about a forty percent three point shooter, but he never really shoots forty percent in a game. He either shoots seventy percent or ten percent. That's like nine of twelve to forty percent.
3: One of fifteen. So so (laughs) agree with all that. So at the end of the year, you'll be like, that's forty percent. He's a good three point shooter. And I'm like, I hear you. But, but it's never forty percent. Yeah, like, and
1: so uh, on nights when like you said, whenever Luca and, and even Kyrie are struggling from three, then whenever that guy's struggling from three two, you're like, Well I ideally I feel like did Kyrie struggle just in general He last had a night? he had a
0: rough game and he got he made a great pass, but LeBron, I mean, I'll tell you what. Undercut him. Way better tackler than the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. <laughs> oh man he, he accidentally tackled Fair. Kyrie on a pass where Kyrie was in the air and he landed on his hip hard. And I'll give him the excuse he was probably fighting through some hip pain during the game and just could never he could never get his game going. And this is one of those things I do not want to like say this. But Luca and Kyrie last night didn't mix well. Now, they haven't played a lot of games yeah. together this year. It's not like last year. I'm not making this a story, but Kyrie kind of took over the team in Luca's absence and said, we're going to play this way, and I'm going to take over games. And he was phenomenal at it. When Kyrie was out for his 12 games, Luca knew, I have to play 42 minutes, and I have to play at a – 35-15-10 and 10 standard, yeah. and he did do that for the most part to win enough games to keep you in the position you're in. Now we're hoping the rest of the way that Kyrie and Luka can be healthy together
3: and start creating a consistent chemistry. Ideally, let's assume, like, just for now, you go with the players you got. Right. Ideally, ideally do you sub out Hardaway for Exum and that's your preferred starting lineup? Yes,
0: the only thing okay. that scares me is how bad of a three-point shooting team you are in that. in the, And I know that Hardaway's inconsistent, but you have to respect his three-point shot. Exum, you let him shoot. Derrick Jones Jr., you let him shoot. Derrick Lively, you're only worried about around the rim. Luca, I feel like it's a win a lot of times when a team gets him to step back. I get how deadly it can be, but if I'm a coach on defense and I get him to shoot a step-back contested three-pointer... I'll take that all day rather than him probing in the lane and figuring out how to either make his layup or alley-oop the ball to Derek Lively or kick it to a wide-open corner three-point shooter.
3: Now, I I, I thought this note was really interesting as we talk about the adjustments with the injury. And somebody did bring up Josh Green's absence as well. Oh, uh, that's true.
0: uh, He he rarely plays,
3: so I forget who he is. uh, (laughs) He plays on Monday?
0: I think he's played in four games this year. uh,
3: on Monday, you know that's not true. Five. They started Kyrie, Hardaway, Green, Kleba, and Lively. That group had not been on the court together all year, and they were your starters. Oh, uh, yeah. I think you have more starting
0: lineups this year than any team in the NBA. That's good. And that's more because of injury. I mean, I get this. Like, Grant Williams has played Is that himself. What you want? out of starting, right? I mean Grant Williams isn't going to he's only going to start because of injury. Grant Williams is now a guy who's probably going to come off the bench for 15 20 minutes a night on I this team. That. Um you know, when you're completely healthy, I'm with you. I wonder this. I just wonder if you start Josh Green over Dante Exum? I'm not saying that that he's better than Dante Exum. He's not, but maybe you feel like he's more of an offensive threat while
3: still being an average defensive player? But I, I don't know. This is. This I is, don't know if I feel that way anymore. Like I said, Exum at the beginning of the year was Grant Williams. Now it's Exum and Derek Jones, who's shown more offensive potential yeah. than I thought they could.
1: Yeah. Is, is this for this team to be in in your mind, in your eyes, yeah. a real contender? The difference between contender and two pieces away that and, aren't on the team and is. Okay, you said two. I was going to ask, is it just a big body to go to pair with Lively? No, is that one of them? Though? That is
0: one of them. Yes, okay. a okay, a Wendell Carter Jr. who seems to be available. I don't know if the Mavs have it. Like it doesn't have to be. I'm not saying you need Shaq. Jokic. Okay. Jokic. I'm just saying you need a guy like Wendell Carter Jr. to be a combo with Derek Lively. uh And now I think you have that solved. And then you need a. I think, a Pascal C. Ockham-like player. I know he just got traded, but if you get those two pieces, a guy who can play 20 to 25 minutes a night at center and a guy who can be a more reliable wing player, I do think you have a chance to win it all in the future.
3: For the big, I was going to say I would like acceptable on because I'm also factoring what I think we can get. David yeah. Robinson no, in well, his prime. Great acceptable on offense acceptable on defense and a really good rebounder like that's the big i'm looking for sure i would does like that an,
0: fit when does wendell carter I f- jr i fit think that? it does
3: yeah. and
1: do you think do you think do you agree with mike that you need a siakam or that you can be in the mix without it
3: i think mike's right if your goal and i get it everyone's goal is like to go win the championship for sure i would just see let's just even say carter as a potential progress forward to hit one of your big deficiencies. I'm not saying that means, like, look out, Denver. I just, I think that would be a nice step in the right direction. I
0: think you'd be scarier in the first round of the playoffs to teams if they were like, hey, if we get Derek Lively two fouls in the first two minutes and they have to, then they bring in, if they bring in Dwight Powell, the game's over. Like, he, he can't play in this league. So if you have a guy like, crap, if we get two fouls on him, they do have another guy we have to worry about.